in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I'm Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the wistful Glenn Stansberry. Wistful. That's a good way to put it, Brian. Looking back over 100 podcast episodes. I'm getting all teary-eyed, a little, little moist. It's hard to uh, hard to put into words. <laughs> and speaking of hard to put into words, Glenn, uh, we are co-founders of a site called Gentleman.com. Gentleman.com is... It's like uh, viewing the Mona Lisa for the first time mm. in, in person, if you haven't been there. We've got um, our own wing in the Louvre. It, it almost brings... I mean, I've heard that the first time, the first viewing almost brings people to tears. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty accurate. Now, I don't know if that's from boredom. Yes. Or from seeing something pure, beautiful, purely beautiful. Oh, oh yeah, that, that, that could be uh, it. I like to think it's the latter. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to be stymied by beauty or boredom, you could go over to pot, or to gentleman.com. Gentleman.com, you can go there, you can go, you travel around things, click things, scroll around, all kinds of stuff. Get, find yourself down a rabbit hole. You'll, That's right. You won't, you won't be disappointed. No. Or uh, you might. You might be, but by the time you're disappointed, uh, we're not going to care. Because nope. you've, we've already got you. We already sucked you in there to gentleman. So You're going to crave it fortnightly. Um... The other thing, uh, Glenn, that I want to mention is that people should, after that they have taken their fill of Gentleman.com, mm-hmm. you've taken the, the glass of whiskey and you sucked it down, mm. you put it down on the table, mm-hmm. and then what you do is you walk over to podcast.gentleman.com, mm-hmm. and then uh, you can uh, there you can listen to previous episodes, all 99 of them, back to front, front to back. By the time you get to 99, by the time you get to 100, you could go back through, starting at the beginning, and just... You know, find things that you never. It's like rewatching your favorite movies. You find things that you never thought that you'd be into. That's right. You could just do this for weeks. <laughs> um, anyway, you can visit podcast.gentleman.com to do that. I wouldn't recommend it. Our lawyers advise you against doing that. But if you want to, you could. Uh, you can also, if we talk about a link on this podcast, you're going to find it there. Uh, and also, you can see what what drinks we rate. Yes. What, what they rated that. What we rated them as. Etc. Past episodes, all that good stuff. If you want to get in touch with the Gentleman Podcast, you can do so by sending us an email. That didn't seem right. <laughs> sending us, you, you must, you, you can't, you can send us an email, but that's just not the way to do it. No. Um, send a letter to the Gentleman Mailbag at P.O. Box 442-305, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. We will get your letter. We will take it. We will read it. We'll stick it up on the Hall slash Wall of Fame, which we know is a Wall of Fame. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll ponder the question that you have for us, your mm-hmm. comment, your whatever whatever you send over to us. And then we will uh, discuss it on the general podcast, and we'll send you something a little back in return. That's right. And if you don't want to send us a letter, look, maybe uh, maybe it's too maybe it's too close to um, Thanksgiving for you. Maybe you're busy working on your turkey dinner, you know. It's only a few weeks away. That's right. Uh, you're too busy for that. You can stop. Uh, we, we understand. We understand. Holidays are a busy time. Of We're the year. not irrational people. Uh, you can always send us an email at howdyatgentleman.com. You can also alternatively go over to the gentleman.com. And if you're a member, and I know that you are, mm. 
you can log in and leave us a message in the parlor and we will get it and we will put that on the gentleman podcast there's all kinds of ways you can get in touch with us including uh hotternot.com uh plentyoffish.com uh match.com we, we, we have a profile we have a general profile isn't there, there something like something uh, something 23 uh yeah uh, 23 and me 23 and me yeah uh, we have a profile right. on there mm-hmm. which combines glenn and i's da dna yeah uh we also yeah. have um let's see there's uh uh Delicious, delicious, and um, farmers only. dot uh, com. Farmers <laughs> only. Yeah, we have, a, we have a profile on there. It's the dating site for only farmers. So we got to, you know, wow. we're in Kansas. We got cowboy butts driving me nuts. <laughs> anyway, Glenn, that's enough of that. Okay, so people know how to get in touch with us. That's how you get in touch with us, and please do. Uh, anyway, Glenn, we were about to say something earlier. I was. I was just going to say, if you listen to the Gentleman Podcast on a regular basis, or if you've listened to it ever before, right, you'll notice that you're probably hearing some ambient noises that you wouldn't normally hear, and that is because Brian, we are on the infamous McKinney porch right, right now. That's right. And we are broadcasting live out in the elements, smoking a stogie, and enjoying this wonderful fall evening. Because, mm-hmm. gosh darn it, Brian. 100 episodes. 100 we had episodes. to celebrate. We had to do something a little different. So we have and a cigar. Not only that, but dovetailing right into our next uh, segment here, Brian, the drink of the week is going to have... We're going to do not one, but two drinks That's in right. lieu of 100 episodes. It's twice the episode for, for the same price. Now, um, there's the twist to this. So normally we review a, a craft beer. Um, which we are tonight. Which we are, kind of. It's a very niche brewery. Uh, real small batch. Very small batch. Uh, real small batch. Mm-hmm. Probably a limited run. Probably never again going to uh, run this run um, because I brewed it. Right. This is this is my oatmeal stout. This is the uh, Glendolf. The Glendolf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and while while we're getting into that, Brian, uh, I'm gonna I'm just I, I need to prepare it for you. Yes. Uh, yeah. It needs to be it needs to be drank in a, in a glass. It just can't be uh, consumed out of the bottle. I feel it would do a disservice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'm gonna take care of Let's that see, while okay. you go over the particulars of the beer. Okay, Glenn. Uh, well, uh, we don't know what the alcohol by volume of this is. Uh, it's about five. About five. <laughs> Anywhere between five and ten. Okay. About five and ten. Okay. Um, we don't know what the hops level is. Uh, it's about twenty. <laughs> about 20 and uh, we have no idea what the price is ah now this is where it gets interesting <laughs> okay so the kit was $30 and it made eight six packs so 30 okay so it was 30 $30 30, 30 divided by uh, eight, eight six packs so that's eight, eight that's 48 beers yes and it was $30 yes so that's pretty cheap. I, I mean, I, I, I'm no math expert. No, 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 no. It was eight times eight is sixty-four beers. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said six packs of eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Eight six eight six packs. eight six packs. So that's that's forty-eight. Yes, it is. I'm having a hard time with math. I'm having a. You know, I'm all thrown off here, being outside. I'm gonna blame it on that. But I'm glad we are, Brian. Okay, so uh, so basically my math's not great, and I'm not... Well, oh, you know what? I'm going to tell you exactly how much it costs per beer. Okay. When uh, based on my, you know, uh, incredible aptitude for math and science, um, 
You said that the price for the kit was thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and there was forty-eight beers in it. Yes. This? Yes. Okay. Well, that means that each beer cost sixty-two and a half cents. Oh, yeah. That's what I yep. thought. So yeah. that's that's exactly so how much it cost. Very cheap. Very cheap. Yeah, that was really pretty cheap. Um. So anyway, Glenn. Uh, so that means okay. Well, okay. So we know we know the particulars of this beer. Uh, it means I, I should I should take take a test of this. Yeah. It's and um. Yeah, it's three seventy-five a six-pack. So three seventy-five. Like a you six said. Pack. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, so okay, so three seventy-five. It's the, definitely the cheapest it is. beer that we've ever rated. Probably the cheapest beer we will ever rate. So just be con- okay. So, but I want. But here's the thing: I have to recuse myself. Right. It would not be fair and balanced. It would not be objective if I rated my own beer. No, that would not be fair. Um, we can't do that. We have the integrity of the. The integrity of the MTS system is of utmost importance to us. Yes. Um, you know, so Glenn's going to recuse himself from any kind of feedback on this beer. I will be this, me and the MTS computer, yes, thankfully, will be the sole voices that will be, uh, be involved with this discussion. Yep. And, um, yeah, we, I mean, I'm putting it all here, Brian. This is, this is me. This, I'm fully exposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, you know, there's no holding back here. If, if the gentleman community is going to see the good things that we do, right. You know, there's a chance this could this could fall flat. This could uh, this could fail. It feels like you're almost conceding a loss, Glenn, already. No. Hmm. You're wrong. <laughs> huh, interesting. <laughs> I'm um, just saying. Well, we'll see if uh, we'll, we'll see if this is a good or bad ombre. Mm-hmm. Here. Okay. Uh, Glenn, all right. So, uh, this is the uh, the oatmeal the Glendalf Oatmeal stout. Bottoms up, buddy. (laughs) Give me a take a big swig of this. (sighs) Whoa! Uh, See, okay. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. Okay, so <laughs> at first it tastes fine. It it's does. like a normal. It's like a normal yep. stout. It tastes totally normal and fine. Yep. And then, t- like, whammy. Two, two seconds later, you get punched in the balls by something. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It's like so. I, I don't know what I did wrong, but I did something wrong. It's something really, really wrong. <laughs> oh. Um, well, it's like a sweet kind of aftertasty kind of thing. It's almost like the yeast didn't. I, I, I don't know. It didn't quite. It didn't quite take. It's not. Uh, it reminds me a lot. You know, Glenn. Speaking of being wistful, <laughs> it reminds me of my days of brewing beer mm. with my own. Uh, you know, small brewery that yes. I had. Yeah. It was a very, again, a very small batch brewery. Um, I, I, I think it's it. it you know. I found mine at the end cap of a Target store. Yes. In 2005, and yes. um, you know, I had I had a small run, a limited run yeah. that I made. Yeah, uh, in small some batch. Yeah. Coca-Cola two-liter bottles of, uh, <laughs> of beer, and uh, that's what this reminds me of, honestly. Yeah, it's just not very good. Um, I, okay, uh, well, I have to give it a rating now. You do, and I'm now just don't hold anything back. Just just let her rip. Well, I can honestly say that at three seventy-five a six-pack, <laughs> uh, that's a big that's a big step in the right direction, mm-hmm. right there. 
When, it's my saving um, grace here. You know, I'm going to start off by saying something nice about the <laughs> the beard. Uh, so 375 is 6 pack. That's pretty good. Okay, Glenn. Well, yeah, I'm not holding anything back here. I'm going to call yeah. this like I see it. Now, okay. we said it was uh, 375. We said mm-hmm. the IBUs were 20. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm saying, I based on my sommelier instincts, I believe I can honestly say empirically that this is 20 IBUs in it. Uh, and the uh, the alcohol by volume, 5, 5%. Now... I, I just typed all that into the MTS computer. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I'm not going to be the sole voice on this. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a, a backup. Uh, actually, the star of the show, the MTS computer, is going to tell us. Our proprietary uh, mustache twist scale. Right. Computer uh, scientific, system. algorithm-based, mm-hmm. machine learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the buzzwords can we use? Uh, I, I think uh, self-aware. Self-aware. Self. Yes. The first Terminator uh, beer rating system, right. basically. Um too many hops. Uh, after taste. <laughs> okay, Glenn. Well, the the MTS knows all the facts. I just typed it in. Uh, we got that all typed in for it. Uh, and so uh, I forgot, but I forgot to tell. I, I, not that the MTS needs to know this, but my rating on this beer, my, my my personal feeling on this rating, based on the price and the taste. Yes. Uh, and all that stuff, I, you know, the price is very low. That's very good. Uh, all the uh, the specs are right on. Yeah. Okay. You okay. know, except it's it's half the price of normal beer and half the taste. And well, there's a lot of taste there. It's <laughs> twice just, the taste. It's twice the taste that you'd expect from a stout. Uh, just not maybe the good ones. It's like you took an oatmeal stout and added some RC cola to it. Mm-hmm. I really think that's kind of what happened. And then somehow. put some bitters in there. Yeah. And uh, some pepper. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much and mix it up, right? Uh, and um, that's pretty much what this is. Okay, so so okay. I'm so waiting to give him a, my, my seat here. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying oh, to get to the news. To the news. Uh, I I would give this a solid uh, five point two. What a five point two. You put it at fifty. Dude, it's in the forties at least. A five point two. Oh, uh, that's the generous. Price, the price brings it up, and the you know the price and also the handcraftedness of it brings it up <laughs> to a five point two. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- thank you for that, Brian. I saved a little face there getting into the fifties. I think you know. Uh, plus, when we when D we, minus when we market this as the gentleman stout, Ooh. we're not going to want to uh, you know. Come on, we're, we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. I think if well, we're going to market it as we'll a gentleman work on stout, it. we'll work on it. Okay. So the MTS knows all the stats. We just put them all in there. Okay. Um, five point two. Is what you said. I said 5.2. Okay. Uh, so uh, let me grab this report here. Mm-hmm. This is, one second. I just gotta. Oh. Okay, got That. You printed it off? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Page, okay. Page 397. Mm hmm. Um. The MTS agrees with me. It says 5.2. We're on the same wavelength. Whoa. So uh, you have the official empirical score. I was expecting the, the worst. Gandalf Stout, which is at a fi- uh, 5.2. I was thinking so. 3.6, 3.8. Mm-hmm. I mean... No way. All right. No way, well, sir. the great thing about tonight, Brian, is that you can just pour that over the edge of your porch, and we'll get to the next drink that we'll be reviewing. Right. Um, which has significance to Gentleman. Right. Uh, Gentleman was built on a hack day. And right. Brian and I spent 12 hours and cranked it out. <clears throat> Didn't really know what we were doing, but we did something in 12 hours. And we made a site. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. You have Gentleman. 
five years later. Five years later, it's still ticking. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what else is still ticking? The drink that we drank that that day. And that is Old Granddad. And... Oh, I got some. Oh, that, that, that's already been opened. I... <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> the drink that we are still drinking today is Old Granddad. That's right. And it powered the site. It powers us still. Mm-hmm. But we've never... I, I, I don't know how the MTS is going to handle it, because it's not a beer. Right. We've never done a non-beer before. That's where the machine learning takes over, Glenn. The artificial intelligence kicks in, and... And you've uh, done some upgrades to the mainframe. I've been working on it. So I, knew I, think was coming. I think this is going to work. I think this is going to be fine. Okay. I think it's going to be fine. So, uh, unfortunately, we have the normal. We do not have the normal metrics. We know the price, mm-hmm. but there's no hops right. in uh, in whiskey. We'll have to substitute that for proof. Uh, the the, but we have some other stats that yes. we're going to use. So we've told the MTS computer ahead of time to study various um, whiskey profiles. Yes. And so we're we're hoping for the best here. We'll, we'll see what it does. We don't know. So, uh, so with that said, okay, Glenn. So that means that we both can review this. Yes. Uh, OGD. Okay. Um, yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. Uh, OGD. OGD. Uh, so let's uh, uh, cheers to cheers. episode one hundred and uh, OGD. Mmm. Mmm. Oh. Oh. It tickles the senses. Ah, uh, that's good. It come alive. Mmm. Mmm. <sighs> Hold on, I need the. Let's swig this. Like vanilla and butterscotch. Mm-hmm. Had a party in my mouth. That's right. Everyone's mm. invited. <coughs> uh. Oops. <clears throat> All right. Oh yeah. So Glenn, if you had to give a rating to this uh, old granddad, what would on the MTS scale, what would you? Well, sorry, uh, we didn't go over some of the vitals here. It's oh, eight. okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. I got all the source here. All right. So it's uh, the alcohol by volume is forty percent. Forty percent. So that's so, that's, uh, that's pretty high. Twice as much as wine. Yeah. So that's a little bit more than we're used to rating. Uh, and the proof is eighty. That's right. But I will tell you this, Brian. Uh, I did some extensive research on whiskeys. Okay. Mm-hmm. And bourbons in general. This is good. Yep. And I wrote about it on the gentleman blog, but that's neither here nor there. And in my research, visit blog.gentleman.com. Check out this research by Glenn Sansbury. <laughs> in this research, um, 80 proof or 40% alcohol by volume is actually pretty mellow yeah. for a bourbon. It's a, right. blended, it's a blended bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cheaper. Well, a long time ago, we talked about uh, bonded right. bourbon, which is at, I think, 100 proof is bonded. I think so. Uh, and and that means it's a stouter. And I've had old granddad bonded. Right. I'm not. I'm not on board with it. I've I, had. Yeah. They, they have one called like the 116 or something like that. The granddad 116 or. <sighs> For me, the the 80 proof is the sweet spot. Oh, That's man. where it's it, it it's not too bitey, but it's 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 still got a kick. It's still got a kick. Kicks to it. like a mule. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Glenn. All right. Well, so we, th- those are the stats. Um, oh, the price and the price, uh, fourteen ninety nine, I believe, that, depending on where you get it for a, for a liter or for a, um, one point seven five. One point seven five. Uh, uh, that is that is a good price, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and it's not a plastic bottle. Wait, no, that's not a one point seven five. This is this a seven fifty mil? This is a seven fifty mil. Sorry. Okay, so, that would have been really cheap. So yeah, it, so it's fifteen dollars here in Kansas on a on a seven fifty mil. If you're in San Diego, about mm, three hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so okay. Uh, I, you know, Brian, I've been I've been toying with this. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I think I I think I I think I'm gonna give it a ten. 
10. Yeah, like a like the highest. The highest it'll go. See, that's just not too far off from where I was. Yeah. I was going to go 10. I thought about 10.5 or yeah. maybe 11. Right. But I decided at right. 10, right. Uh, being a scientific scale, I didn't want to freak the MTS computer out. It starts smoking over there. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, We're already throwing enough at the MTS yeah. computer. Uh, we don't need to be taking it that far. So. <laughs> and that's the KU drumline practicing right. uh, behind yeah. Brian's house. Um, so anyway. Uh, okay, Glenn. So. <laughs> no, really, it is, folks. Yeah. We should just. Yeah, you can definitely hear that. <laughs> um, okay, Glenn, so you, you said 10. I said 10. But that doesn't matter because we've got to give the MTS the stats to run through. And then we will it needs know data. what the empirical score on the old granddad high rye mash bill whiskey is. Uh, we said the alcohol by volume is 40%. Uh, we said the price was $15. And we said it was 80 proof. Uh, it's also a – this is a weeded bourbon, I believe, mm-hmm. isn't it? Right. It's rye. <clears throat> it's it's rye. If on the front it talks about it. Rye. Okay. Well, okay. So it's not weeded. It's rye. Okay. And uh, okay, Glenn. Well, so we know that. Uh, okay, we got we got that pushed over to the uh, MTS computers and uh, waiting on. This will be interesting. I, I'm excited about this. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna go grab the print off again and see if we can fix it to the bottom of this. Okay. Um. We got the. Uh, okay. Page three. It's more pages this time. Uh, it's okay. a weighty, yeah. They- Four, that would be 563 on the whiskey. So there's a lot of charts and graphs in there. A lot of data yeah. points, data yeah. science. Uh, it turns out, this again, this has been happening a lot. I think the machine learning is kicking in, but it rates it at a 10.0 as Whoa. well. Now, so, is it the machine is learning or we are learning the machine, Brian? What is it? <laughs> That's a hard question. To Are answer, we becoming self aware? I don't know. Oh, man. Well, okay, Glenn. Well, uh, we got that figured out. So, the the we have two drinks this time. We have the stout coming in at 5.2, and the uh, <laughs> old granddad coming in at 10. So, two, two ends of the spectrum. Two ends of the spectrum. Right. I will say that you beat the old Iron Maiden. I was going to ask if I beat the Iron Maiden. I, I could you remember. Did. And the goes. Oh. So. Okay, I got that in my. I got that going for me. I mean, it's it's comforting knowing that I could take a beer recipe and screw it up and still do better than Iron Maiden than some professional breweries yep. that we've we've rated. I would agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that gives me hope. Okay, Glenn. Well, I that, will. Yeah. Uh, I, I will do my best. Look, don't get discouraged. I'd say keep. I keep keep working on your craft. Okay. And I we'll, can do we'll that. We'll revisit. We'll revisit. We got to have that gentleman uh, beer. We, we're going to start a small batch brewery. That's right. Um. So anyway, Glenn. All right, well, let's get on to the interesting post from Gentleman.com in the last two weeks or so, Glenn. Uh, and we're going to start off with a little story that I linked up from Gentleman.com. That's right. Oh, surprise, surprise. <clears throat> I saw this, and I couldn't not post this. I couldn't not post this. That's right. Yeah, you had to. To Gentleman.com. I had to do it. And this is called Ozzy Huntsman Spider Carries a Mouse. Uh, and this was a, a little article over at uh, PopularMechanics.com. And uh, this was a little story about a guy, a tradesman named Jason War, Warm, Warmel. Jason Warmel. And he was on his way to work on a Monday morning when his neighbor stopped him to ask him if he'd like to see something cool. 
Jason uh, said it was an offer he couldn't refuse, so he walked to his neighbor's ha- kitchen to find a huntsman spider crawling up a fridge while carrying an entire mouse in its mouth. And uh, he was quoted as saying, so I am just about to leave for work. And my neighbor says, hey, you want to see something cool? And I say, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we proceed to his place, and he shows me this huntsman trying to eat a mouse. Uh, and, and they've got video of it. We can, If you go to podcast.gentleman.com, we're going to link to this. Uh, you can check it out. Um, anyway, he said that there was there were some questions. This has been viewed millions of times, uh, this video has. And he said people were worried that the, that they killed the spider after it after it starred in their video and uh said no we we kept we actually kept it and they named him Hermie and uh still around no worries he's not you know he's not been destroyed he's not been killed or anything like that we, they're they're wow. mainly taking care of Hermie the uh the huntsman that eats mount- mice nobody was concerned for the 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 condition of the mouse that they didn't uh, try to save the mouse. I, I gotta say, I think the mouse looked pretty. Uh, he looked pretty. Uh, what, what's the term for Dead. a cadaver? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the Deceased. when they are very stiff? The oh, rigor mortis. Rigor mortis had kicked in on the mouse. I so. don't know if it had because it was still as he's dragging it across the refrigerator. It leaves a trail of, I think, blood. Okay, well, maybe not. Then maybe uh, so. Okay. Um, this is. Uh, this is something that would really freak my girlfriend Laura out because she has a terrible fear of spiders. And I, when I lived in Australia, I saw huntsman spiders a lot. Really? Uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I would be in my dorm room and there'd be a, you know, a tarantula-sized spider on the wall, and it's a huntsman spider. Uh, are they poisonous? Or are they just hunters? They are not poisonous to humans. So, and they don't mess with you. So, like, yeah, good. it's one of those things where you see it, and you might see the size of it, and it might freak you out. But, uh, thankfully, there's nothing to worry about from them. I mean, honestly, like, the thing about it is, when you're living in Australia, you got way more problems <laughs> than the huntsman spider. Like, if, Dingoes. You, if you step out into the ocean, you could get killed by something you stepped on, like, say, the, you know, rockfish. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, maybe snake, an owl. right? Yeah. They well, they have snake. They have the deadliest animals in the world. Yeah. So the huntsman spider is like, you see that, and it's like, yeah. you know. Just a spider. Yeah. The size of my head. Exactly. No problem. No problem. Uh, you know, so on one hand, yeah, it's a little bit disconcerting to see it. But on the other hand, it's like, well, it's just, it, it, it's actually, a, they call it the huntsman because it's actually like finding insects around the area and eating them. And they're quite large, so they're eating a lot of insects. So they're actually, you know, in Australia... That's, yeah. uh, you know, that's it's not a bad thing to have somebody, uh, a, a little spider, a little friendly spider around to uh, to take care of mice, apparently. I gotta say, you could have a cat or you could just have a spider, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. No problem. Now, uh, I will say his method for removal is a little bit to, to be desired. Uh, dragging it across the refrigerator. One of the, one of the things <laughs> that the guy points out on the video is he's like, what is he going to do with this? <laughs> what is he We're planning... Where are you going with hey, this thing? Buddy? You mind if I use the freezer for a second? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, open it for me. If, you? He's, yeah, if he gets out some steak knives, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a little weird. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, huntsman spiders. It looks pretty crazy and it freaks people out because of the size of the spider. But actually, there are nature's uh, nature's pesticides. Nature's cats. Exactly. Which are also natural. But mm, yeah. So anyway. Um, Great post, uh, Brian. Thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. Yes. Okay. 
Brian's still becoming self-aware. Um, right. All right, our next tech by our good buddy Trig Joe. And he has linked up a something that I actually I actually laughed. I, this, we see a lot. We see a lot of links every day. That's part of the job. Yep. We come across lots and lots and lots of interesting things. Yep. Funny things. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I laughed. I LOL'd, Brian. I yep. LOL'd while reading this article because it is hilarious. And it's titled, Nonsense Paper Written by iOS Autocomplete Accepted for Conference. And what... A uh, and this is a, a guardian, so it's a, a New Zealand professor. Tell you what, these Australian New Zealand characters—they gotta—they gotta think fun- differently. They they do think a little differently, but I I, I applaud them because um, Christoph Bartnek, he's an associate professor at the Human Interface Technology Laboratory, University of Canterbury in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and he got an email asking him, "Hey, why don't you submit a uh, paper to the International Conference on Atomic and Nuclear Physics?" Sure. In the U.S. in this coming November. Right. And he said, well, all right. I know nothing about physics. I, I know absolutely nothing. But what I will do is I will go and use iOS Autocomplete to bang out a little proposal here. Okay. Uh, to write this paper. Seems like a good idea. So he just started with atomic and nuclear. Good place to start. Those two words. And he just started forming sentences based on whatever iOS Autocomplete spit at him. Okay. And he quotes... Uh, the text really does not make any sense. And here's... I'm just going to read you a segment of the, the, the proposal that he gave. Right. Okay, here we go. The atoms of a better universe will have the right for the same as you are the way we shall have to be great place. For a great time to enjoy the day, you are a wonderful person. To your great time to take the fun and take a great time and enjoy the great day, you will be a wonderful time for your parents and kids. Right. He submitted that. And... Interestingly enough, this says a lot about U.S. academia. It got accepted. He got accepted to present this uh, groundbreaking and innovative paper on nuclear. No, on uh, on uh, nuclear physics. That's what it is. Now, to be fair, I don't know how many people out there have talked to really smart professors. <laughs> but the thing is. I don't know if it's that different from what maybe a, per- a paper that was presented, you know, the summary could be. I, I don't know. Uh, you you got to wonder because uh, it was quite quickly accepted. Uh, I think it was like within a few hours you got an acceptance. Um, Just <laughs> right away. Um, I think that the, the, the hunch that he was betting on, which is something that is actually an interesting topic, yes. uh, is the fact that this wasn't academia. This was ah, a right. conference that was put on by a third party, and ah. the his his hunch was that this third party knew nothing about physics or anything like that, and they didn't yes. care. Right? They needed people to speak at their conference so they could make money. And uh, it turns out that his his you know his gut instinct was pretty right on target because they accepted him to speak. Didn't matter what he was going to say. It's a speaker right. at the conference. Let's let's get him up. And the only thing he had to do, he said, he didn't have to didn't have to pay anything to speak at the conference. But they wanted him to pay for a uh, a ticket to the conference, which was about a thousand dollars. Pay his own way. Pay his oh, own wow. way. Oh wow! So yeah, um, he even titled the paper without a correct, and it's atomic energy will will have <laughs> atomic energy will have been made available to a single source. Mm. That's the title. Intriguing and. Right. The paper rounds off with his last sentence. 
power is not a great place for a good time. So true. So true. I, I, I want to have this guy. I, yeah, get this I'm, guy. I'm saying, yeah, get this guy. Get this here. guy with his iPhone up on the, you know, and he'll do the autocorrect on stage. You have a speech. So I, I wonder if I, I honestly wonder if you were a if so he he has a title. He's a New Zealand. Uh, he's a associate professor at the University of Canterbury, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. He has a title. You know, he's coming to U.S. conference. So he has a New Zealand accent. <sighs> yep. People aren't really going to understand him right. quite as well as they would a, right. a, a, a native well, the, speaker. The, the euphemisms that he buzzed right. Out. It's like a dingo on the right. You know. <laughs> Right, right. In the bush. In the body uh, with yeah. the bush. And the, right. Yeah. So he That's could, terrible. I wonder, he probably could just, you know, rattle this stuff off and nobody would, would probably bat an eye. Look, let's uh, be honest. They don't care. They're trying to make money off this conference. Yes. They don't care. And this is something that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The thing, the conference thing is so crazy because it's like a, all these people, okay, so... Everybody in the United States, you look at like job posting and stuff like that. They're like, "Well, we we send you to conferences to keep up on professional development." Right. So these conferences are charging people fifteen hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars. Businesses are paying for them. Right. It doesn't matter what the conference is. You get right. to travel somewhere. Right. You get to uh, go to the conference. You right. get to whatever. Now, I've never done anything like that. No. I've always no. gone to conferences that are exactly pertinent to my exact right. profession. Right. Uh, professional and development. Ex- professional, very professional development. Exactly. Uh, but. There, there are people out there that might just see it as a trip to take to go someplace and uh, do something. The other thing, too, if you had a conference, you were hosting a conference, you said, yeah, it's a three-day event. It costs 25 bucks. You know, are people going to take that seriously? But if you say it's a three-day event, your ticket's $1,100. Right. Oh. Yeah, yep. that's a real, yep. that's a valid, business, business, verified, business. yeah, verified business conference. Keyword, business, keyword. Right. Uh, I think this begs the question, Glenn. I think we need to have the uh, Gentleman Conference. Gentleman Con? Gentleman Con, yeah. Oh, don't tease me, Brian. Gentleman I've been dreaming Con. about this. This could take place in this Lawrence, Kansas. 2012. This could, this, you finally have the space for it out here, we, Brian. We have, the, we have the space. We have the event space. We've got the drive, the desire. We have... The, we, have uh, we, 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 we need proposals for papers. <laughs> <laughs> proposals for discussions. Uh, so we're seeking, we're seeking we have we have panel discussions we have keynote speakers breakout sessions uh, we're gonna have keynote speakers yes uh, Razorback Ray- um, <laughs> uh, big names in the gentleman community Ron Swanson Ron, Ron Swanson Razorback Zamoose yeah I heard uh, I heard he's gonna be there uh, the, that's the word on the street now look we can't guarantee any speakers Ernest Hemingway but he will be there uh, you know Maybe uh, you know. Uh, maybe like you said, we got the Ron Swanson, um, Nick Offerman. Yeah, he's, yeah, Nick he's Offerman. He's already tentatively he's, not agreed he, to come. Yeah, he, he basically he gave us a no, but we're not going to accept that. We're gonna we're gonna keep pushing. So we don't take no for an answer. That's right. Um, but so anyway, there could be there could be some big things in the works. I I would love to do that. In all seriousness, that would that would. We, we've been talking about this for a long time because we actually there, there was a, a long time ago and I don't remember if it was posted on gentleman.com I think it was it was where, where we ha- we found this this village in Colorado yes yes that is an old like an old west town like an old mining ghost town yeah an old mining ghost town that they have turned into a little city that you can actually rent out for right. a certain amount of time it's not glamping I don't think I think it's actually like 
buildings and structures. No, it, it's actual. Yeah, it's actual. It's, so you, you don't have, have like a teepee with no. like a hot tub in. It's it. like a little town, right? And you can rent it out. Yeah. For an exorbitant amount of money, a lot, it's like ten thousand dollars a night or something. And you have your private chef, so it's like a it's a. <laughs> It's like a it's a way that we could get into the mountains in Colorado yep. and get uh, everybody involved, and that, that's something that we're we're gonna we're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that. See if we can get that done. That's right. Uh, that would be an amazing, amazing event. And we're like I said, we're accepting proposals for uh, talks, um, and we're gonna get some big note uh, keynote speakers in there. We're gonna have to. Uh, it's only gonna cost ten thousand dollars a head. <laughs> so. Get your fire up your autocomplete, everybody. Right. Uh, well, anyway, Glenn. Okay, that got me off on a tangent, but it's uh, a good one. It's a good best tangent. tangent I've heard all day. We've we've been kicking around this idea for a long time. Episode podcast episode one hundred. Got to talk about things like this. we're planting the seed. We're doing the Jim Carrey, writing in our wallet. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, we gotta we gotta do more of that. What you, what's that called? Not projection. Um, uh, visualization tech. Yes, visualization. We're gonna think about we're gonna think about that, and we're gonna hope for a gentleman con. 2017. We need all you to do the same thing. Exactly. Everybody out there. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sooner than later. Better. Yeah. Uh, okay, Glenn. Well, that was interesting. Uh, and thank you to Trig Joe. Trig Joe. That had posted that. Excellent tech. Uh, well done, sir. Uh, and this final one, Glenn, you might be a little bit easier uh, to talk about this because I'm not a baseball baseball guy. Well, sometimes I am. It depends. But um, <laughs> this was posted by Razorback, and it's called uh, Petition. Replace Joe Buck with Bob Euchre for the World Series. And this is a great... Okay, so this is actually a change.org petition that, as of, at the time of this podcast, has almost 52,000 people who have signed. Now, granted, they're... I mean, they're already playing the World Series, obviously. Yep. The Cubbies. Right. The Cubbies and the Indians. Um, but, uh, so, there's an actual petition out there. And the thing is, is that Joe Buck, the, the, main, the main broadcaster for Fox... Okay. Fox... I think it's... Yes, Fox. Fox. Yeah. Um, or whatever. It's yeah. Fox. Um, he is... He's, he's always uh, catching flack because he's kind of like... Uh, how do I describe him? Basically, he's talking about... He, he, he's like a... a, a, a uh, who's that announcer that got in trouble for saying that guy's oh, girlfriend? Musburger. Musburger. Right. He's like... Okay. Baseball's a good one Musburger. He just said. He just... Right. I mean, I think he prepares more, but... He just talks about whatever's happening. Like somebody's doing really well, he just basically, you know, starts licking that guy's cleats. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. he's he's all, he's all over him. Okay, and so, mm-hmm. um, and so he, uh, so when I, I had firsthand experience of this when the Royals were in the World Series a couple years ago, um, we played the San Francisco Giants. Okay, and uh, Joe Buck went on and on and on and on and on and on and on about the San Francisco Giants pitcher Madison Bumgarner okay. forever. And I remember the name. I remember the name. Bumgarner. Oh. Right. Anyway, he had a game of his life against us. That's whatever. You know, great. They beat us, but he took a bunch of flack because all he would talk about was Musburger. All, <laughs> all he would talk Bumgarner. about was Bumgarner. Right. All he talk about was Bum. So, this petition to replace him... Makes sense. It makes perfect sense. If you've ever seen Major League, the movie, mm-hmm. it makes even more sense because... Euchre's the man. Right. And not only that, Joe Buck has this petition's blessing, kind of. Okay. He tweeted out uh, that he would love for Euchre to be in the booth with him. Now, he didn't say he would love for Euchre to take his spot in the booth. Right. 
But he's, he's saying, look, I want this guy in there too. Don't get me wrong. It'd be awesome. That's so. great. Yeah. It was good on him. He could have just ignored it. Now, what I'm curious about is, okay, so Major League, the movie, where jo- uh, Bob Uecker's, uh p- plays a radio personality, yeah. is based on him being the personality for the Cleveland Indians. He actually is. the in- Cle- He was the Cleveland Indians. Okay. But he used a different name in the movie. Wait, let me... Let me let me let me look this up real quick. Oh, Brewers! I was wrong. Okay. I, I, so what's the story? So the story is Brian. Euchre was the Milwaukee Brewers play-by-play guy. Really? Forever? Yeah. So. Really? The same guy? Like that? Sa- same guy. So, but he played the Indians play-by-play guy in the movie Major League. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he was an actually Major League. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's great because he's such a good actor too. Wow. <laughs> I, I just knew, I just knew him from being. No, he's the actual guy. Being the uh, being the character in uh, in Major League and whatever else he's been in. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I feel like at that point, then this is like totally legit, and it, it shouldn't is. happen. He, he's an actual play-by-play announcer. Okay. Well, he should be there then. And the, and Joe Buck is the play-by-play announcer. So they they're saying. Swap that guy out. Um, I don't say I, I agree with him. They shouldn't swap him out. That's not cool. But I think uh, I think putting Euchre in there. Oh, it would be great. It'd be uh, awesome. He, he, you know, I think they said he was eighty-two. Okay, so he's he's up there. But I mean, yeah. Kansas City Royals play by play guy. He's like Hall of Fame guy. He's probably late seventies. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, I bet Euchre's still with it. Um, He's hilarious in the movie. I bet he'd be hilarious in the booth today. That would be great. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Good find, Razorback. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Glenn. Well, uh, that was some interesting posts from Gen1.com the last two weeks or so. Uh, And uh, next up, Glenn, uh, it's time for the Gentleman Toast this week. And um, being the 100th episode of the Gentleman Podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, there's only one or maybe many people we should salute during this uh, gentleman podcast this very special episode mm-hmm. of the gentleman podcast and that is the community of people uh that listen to the podcast every week that's right uh we really appreciate it the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen to the gentleman podcast every week mm-hmm. uh really means a lot to us and uh you know so we, we have to we have to do a heartfelt salute to the people uh that are loyal listeners of the gentleman podcast. we wouldn't be doing this that's right. Well, we probably would be doing this if nobody listened, but the fact that people actually do listen is a lot of fun. Exactly. And we get, yep. I will never, well, yeah, we, we get we get uh, people actually sending us letters in the mail. We get yep. people sending us things in the mail. We, we've had a lot of fun doing this. We've gotten right. a lot of fun feedback. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some, <laughs> also some not so fun feedback. <laughs> we've gotten good, bad, and <laughs> ugly and ugly feedback doesn't matter Glenn doesn't matter uh, the point is that there are people out there that listen to the podcast every week and uh, we appreciate every two weeks right and we appreciate that now uh, that said I would like to say that uh, we feel like you're slacking a little bit <laughs> this is like uh, a backhanded toast we Brad. know that we know that you're listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and I'm talking to you. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah you guy yeah I'm or pointing my finger girl. at you right now and look there's a hundred episodes of the Gentleman Podcast out there, right? A mm-hmm. hundred of them, at least. Uh, raise your hand if you've listened to every single one of them. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So, look, I- I'm just saying, if you're a true gentleman believer, 
Then I, no, I, I would Shut never, the non-believers. I would never ask anyone to go listen to any of the other podcasts. No. Because that would be excruciating, uh, especially in the early days. Oh, man. It would be fun. There were some moments in the early days. There are some moments. There are some moments today. <laughs> Every episode. Every episode. Some but uh, mostly not good moments. So I, I would say we've probably come a long way. We've improved our craft at least a little bit. Uh, a, I don't know. We have to go back. We, we, maybe. Glenn and I are guilty of not listening to the old podcast. I haven't gone back and listened to a long time. Out of sight, out of mind, Brian. Um, but maybe we should do that. But anyway, Glenn. I, but seriously, though, I really want to really say honestly, thank you, everybody, that actually listens to the new podcast. We really appreciate it. Of course. Uh, and without you guys listening to it, we wouldn't be doing this and having a good time. And, That's right. And all that stuff. And someday, I hope to shake your hand and buy you a beer. That's right. Come to Gentleman Con 2017. 2017 Gentleman Con, we're going to get this done. It's only going to be Beers $1, on us. For, $1,100 for the ticket. $1, <laughs> you pay us $1,500 for the ticket. Beers on us. Beers on us. Yep. We'll buy a keg of, of Bud, Bud Light. And we'll hand you a cheap cigar. And a cheap cigar. That's uh, right. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Community. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Oh, man. Totally deserved that 10 we gave it. Okay. Uh, okay, Glenn. Well, that was the uh, the toast. That means it's time for the uh, hot buddies topic. And this week, Glenn, um, there was a post by a good friend, a good a somebody that we appreciate on the site a great deal, a notable, a notable, Patron. maybe a, maybe a speaker at Gentleman Con twenty seventeen. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. We can't confirm or deny this. Uh, but his name is Do Tattoo. Yes. And uh, he's been posting a lot of great stuff on Gentleman.com. And uh, this post was titled, Is the Beard Trend Over With? You said beard with a D. Beard. Not beer. Not craft beer. Beard trends, not over with. Not likely. Uh, but the beard trend. And Facial he, hair. And he posts uh, a, an article from the Wall Street Journal. And uh, <laughs> this this post it goes into great detail. Uh, they've talked to a lot of people. The Wall Street Journal is of the mind that the beard trend, the trend of people having beards, mm-hmm. is over with. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Glenn? <sighs> full disclosure: me, both me and Glenn have full uh, full beards, <laughs> full righteous <laughs> beards right now. Yes, currently we have we full we have full beards. Um, I have been noticing there have been less. I, I know a few years back the beard was uh, was in full effect, and uh, at least in pop culture. Now, yeah, I still have a pair of cargo shorts, Brian. That's right. We one, talked about this. One right. pair of cargo shorts. So, are we out of touch? With this, I mean, are, having beards. Are we out of touch? I don't think so. Here's the thing: I grew a beard initially because my wife wanted me to. I've kept the beard because my wife wanted me to. Well, actually, no. Now I keep it for me. Okay. I it would okay. feel weird without a beard right now. Okay. I may shave it someday. I may go, you know, thinner or maybe even all the way off. I don't know. Never say never. I don't think I've ever known you without a beard. Uh, like, a, like a at least some kind of at stubble. least something. Yeah. 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 I've always had something to hide the yeah. ugly. Uh, so, right. So that's actually yeah. I, as a trend, I don't know. I, I've noticed less of them, but I don't know. I, I don't want to call anybody out. I mean, look, if you can grow a beard, and I'm not just saying this because I have one, but if you can grow a beard, 
I find more people who bemoan the fact that they can't grow a beard than that that they have a beard. You know what I'm saying? I know people who can't grow a beard, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it because I've had some granddad, but they've told me they're envious of me for growing a beard. It's just my genetic, you know, lottery pick. You know, like okay, I got a beard. I can right. do it. Doesn't mean anything. I'm glad I can. But you might as well go for it. That's right. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Before I look, uh, I've got some things to pontificate okay. about this okay. because I've been on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've known you both. Yeah, I, with I, and I've been with or without beard. Yeah, as you two would say. Uh, <laughs> or you know, for, so with I, or without I, beard. So I can speak directly on this topic, and and I can speak frankly, I believe, uh, about how this works. Uh, I've been. I, I can grow a beard. Okay, you now, can. It's full. It's a full beard. It's scraggly, very scraggly beard. You can streamline it. It looks like a looks like I'm a hobo, uh, basically. A mountain right man. Now. Let's say let's a mountain, say yeah, a trapper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You got some pelts. Uh, okay, you so across your back. Um, but anyway, the point is, so what, what would happen in the past would, would be I would start to grow a beard, and I'd be like, oh, this is getting out of control, mm-hmm. and so I need to just trim it off. So I, I'd, I'd cut it back to like, you know, super super trim, not very much beard. This is the first time where I've really like just let it go, let it you know do its thing, and I've trimmed a little bit, you know whatever, uh, and I and I can I've made some observations based on how people react to me with with my beard. Really? Okay. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share those I'm gonna share this insight with people, uh, and there's a couple of things, a couple of notable things that I've found, and I, I'm I'm curious to find out. If you agree with me, Glenn, okay. on these on these issues, because you would probably know better than I would, but this is what I've observed. Okay, um, first of all, there's people that think I'm a lunatic. <laughs> so when I'm walking down the street and people see me with a full beard, I feel like sometimes people are like, "This guy's a lunatic. Yeah. He looks like a lunatic," and, and that's you know, I'm like, "All right, well, you know, I, I do kind of look like a lunatic, so I don't. You know, that's fine." Um, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the. Uh, the, the the two observations I think are most important are sometimes I'm walking down the street downtown and I see another dude and maybe the dude has a beard too sort of or maybe something you know or whatever but we we make eye contact and we get the nod that's right get the the beard nod mm-hmm. which is you that uh, the guy slowly nods his head at you when he makes eye contact yep. and you know what that means yep that means he's saying hello there yep how are you today <laughs> yep and uh, you slowly nod your head back, and you say, mm-hmm. "I'm doing very well. How are you, sir?" That's right. And uh, you have a good day. <laughs> and that all takes place uh, while you guys nod each, nod each other. You're part of a fraternity, exactly. And people, you an know, unspoken fraternity. Guys, when they look at somebody else's beard, say mm-hmm. that that's yep. that's a solid beard. Yep, I respect this. Yep, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second part, which is a little bit more, I'm curious your your viewpoint on this, is the fair sex. How they react to this? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. not a fan of the beard. Really? Not a fan of the beard. Really? Now this, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, okay. So, but this is going to be. I don't know how I'm going to describe this talk and make it work, <laughs> but I'm going to try. Okay. Um, what I've noticed mm-hmm. from the fair sex, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is that. Okay, let's say hypothetically, like mm. there's a guy. Okay, mm-hmm. normal guy, mm-hmm. average guy, mm-hmm. sits sits down at a bar with a girl, mm-hmm. and 
maybe he's got a 50-50 shot, like a 50% chance that mm-hmm. he's, you know, going to talk to her and mm-hmm. she's going to be cool with going out with him on a date or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, attracted to him, all this mm-hmm. stuff. 50-50, you know, chance, mm-hmm. basically. That's a normal average everyday dude. Uh, when you add a beard into the equation, like a full, full-on actual legit beard, I would say that that chance goes down to 2%. Really? I would say it goes straight down to 2%. Hmm. But that 2% of people of women mm-hmm. that are into the beard mm-hmm. yeah are into the beard yes you know what I mean it's very polarizing yes, yes. very very polar- so I would say that like okay so my observation would be that you know basically it revolts <laughs> <laughs> most women but uh, 2% of the time it works 100% of the time <laughs> That would be my observation on this. And I, I I say that without knowing any scientific facts or anything like that, but that's the vibe that I'm getting about the full beard. Yeah. I would I would I would say that as well. Um I think that I would I would agree. That I would agree to, to mostly that that fortunately my wife falls in that 2% category. Right. So she loves the beard. Uh now it will get to a point like right. if I went twice as long as this, she'd be like, "Okay, we need to talk about trimming it up at least a little bit." Yes, but because she needs to be able to see some of my face. But mm-hmm. um, I think, right? But uh, yeah, I, I, it's very polarizing, and especially especially with women, um, I yes. found it just right. There, it's either revolting, right? Uh, kids come walking the other side of the street, kind of thing. Yes, or, or uh, right. yeah, where's your white van? Right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yes, but. I've, I found, I would say, and maybe this is just my experience, it seems like whenever I go, okay, so I've mentioned here before that I get my hair cut at a beauty school. Right. And um, the demographics that make up, for the most part, the beauty school attendees are younger women. Right. But for whatever reason, they work in, I think it's because they work with hair all the time, so they're more likely to notice it. And it's usually a topic of conversation. Okay. It comes up. Right. And it's usually very positive. Okay. I mean, not like in a, you know, sleazy right. way, but they're like, hey, that's a great beard. You know, right. like, yeah, that's really nice, you yeah. know, and, and right. uh, but not like, hey, you know, anyway. Right. Exactly. I'm no Casanova. All right. right. I'm, I'm, right. Yeah. So, uh, but it's, it comes up and, and, and they, t- it, they tend to like it or they're just being polite and they want a tip. Right. So, I guess I don't have any definitive information to, to give you other than I think I would agree with your sentiments I think it's there, polarizing it's very it's, it's polarizing mostly in the negative I would say but then but here's the thing the the two percent they're they they're they like it a lot I could be uh, they would find Chewbacca attractive, right exactly right? Yeah. yeah you know exactly yes we'd be doing the Kessel run exactly uh, uh yes. that, that with that <laughs> That's an interesting. I never thought about it that way, but that could let's be. Let's cut um, this. I didn't mean it that way. Uh, but anyway, uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. But okay. So yeah. Okay. So that that's the thing, though. So uh, that's what I found from doing the beer thing. Now my experience is going to vary because I feel like mine is unwieldy and crazy looking. Ah. I look more like a lunatic. Glenn looks like more of a that, that's a cool looking beard. I, Mine looks more like a you know, uh, uh, the uh, the Unabomber kind of thing. Y- y- your hair is curlier. My hair's like very curly. 
curly. It's totally curly and crazy looking. So it gets out of it gets totally out of sort and crazy. You could looking. do like a sweet devil, like yeah, uh, exactly. You know, right. pointed beard there. So so what I'm doing is I have a Halloween costume that's going to incorporate my beard. Ah, that's why you haven't shaved. And it. then beard's gone. Wait 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 wait. Let's not let's not get crazy here. My beard's gone. Hang on. How much of gone are we talking, Brian? Uh, mostly. I'm saying like 90%. And here's why. Here's the thing. I can't take this anymore. Really? I can't take the beard anymore. I can't eat chicken wings. Yeah. I can't eat soup. Yeah. Uh, Laura hates it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just not working out for me. I look like a lunatic. Uh, so, Brian, let me tell you. It's like, it's like having kids. <laughs> like, there's just some things you're not going to be able to do anymore. Talk me off the ledge. Talk there's just going to be some things you just can't do anymore. No chicken wings? You got to get a babysitter. No That's right. <laughs> chicken. That was My a- girlfriend thinks I'm a lunatic. Uh, yeah, chicken wings are hard. Chicken wings are hard. What's another hard? Soup is brutal. You just, you have to, like, do the airplane. Like, guide I can't, it in. And- I, it's, you know... Getting all over my face. Ice cream cones? If don't, I, don't do it. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I can't do it. It's I, too. It's too. Yeah. It, like, I, you have to like. It's like the crane game when you yeah. have to. So I don't know. I can't comment on the popularity or lack of popularity or hipster or not hipster <laughs> of a beard. The article's contention is the fact that it used to be a hipster thing to do to have a yeah. full beard, yeah. and now it's like well, that's passe. Uh, you know. Well, nobody. I mean, it feels like a lot of the. Current style trends are more toward, geared towards the '80s, mm-hmm. and the '80s were pretty clean shaven for the most part. I mean, like Devo and yeah, uh, you know, like pretty, pretty, pretty sleek. Right. So I think I feel like that's kind of what's going on here. Um, but I think some things are just immune to uh, they're immune to to fads and trends. I'll probably at some point scale Agreed. it back. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I I agree. I, I don't think it's it's really about the fads or trends. It's just really about you know, <laughs> I, you know, there's something about having a beard, and you know, I, I've been working a lot on doing my woodworking projects and stuff like that. There's something about having a beard and and doing manly stuff, getting sawdust caught in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe there's yeah. like some you know plywood stuck in my beard and uh, coming. You know, there but, are studies, Brian. I gotta say, I, I I'm surprised by Laura because with the sawdust and my beard, the tool belt on, <laughs> and my plaid shirt, and walk in the door, regular Tim Allen, and she's like, take a shower." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I don't know, but it was, but that's you know, so it's uh, it's tough, it's tough, but I I do enjoy that part of it, but the, I, the good part of it is, you know what they say about a bad haircut, it'll always grow back. So maybe right. I, maybe I chop it off and see how it feels, and I'm like, this this doesn't feel right, and then I go back. Yeah. So uh, there's always that possibility. Well, I feel bad for you, Brian, but you got to do what you got to do. It would be hard if Lynn didn't like my beard. It, it, that would make a lot of, of that. That's the part that's yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of the motivation to, to chop the thing off. So I totally feel for you there. Yeah. That, that that makes a difference. That makes a difference uh, when yeah. So anyway, well, but uh, well, you know, I, I want to say she's very supportive of it, right? But she knows there's an end game though. Yeah, she exactly. knows she has an end date. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So she's that, that's got to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and I understand. It's good to know that Laura won't find me attractive too. 
that won't be that awkward, you know. <laughs> yeah, that is yes. The, 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 so there's a silver lining. Silver lining. Yeah, gotta exactly. find the there's positive. Silver, everything's right. right. Okay, okay, Glenn. Well, don't uh, have to worry about that. On that note, check that off the list, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> great segue because that means it's time for the uh, questions from the gentleman Whoa. mailbag. Uh, <laughs> questions from the gentleman mailbag, uh, brought to you by my girlfriend's not attracted to Glenn. <laughs> Uh, and this, uh, we, we actually did something a little different this time. Mm. Uh, and this was, this is going to be the first time in the history of the gentleman podcast that we've actually submitted our own question to ourselves. Right. Uh, I'm so, a little nervous. I know this is a little different, a little weird. Uh, but Deep the, the question is, Glenn, what are some of your favorite moments from past podcasts, given the fact this is episode 100 and, we have 99 episodes to look back on, and what are some of your favorite, you know, looking back on doing 100 podcasts, what are some of your favorite All right. things that we've done? Well, we've had a lot of fun. I, I, I was trying to, so when this question was initially posed, I was trying to think, there are some times where I, I laugh a lot when we record the podcast, but there are times where I have just completely lost it right. and laughed for, I mean, it must have been awful to listen to, right? Um, but I didn't just, I mean, it was just... The problem is, is that I can't pinpoint those moments in the podcast, so right. I can't go back and figure out what it was. Exactly, or, yeah. Um, but we've had a lot of those moments, and those have been a lot of fun. Um, you, and everyone knows I laugh like a hyena now. So, right. Um, but <clears throat> the two that stick out in my head were: um, was it our when was Soju? Was it our first ep- second episode? It was like one of the first five or something. One of the first five episodes we did before we started reviewing beers, we actually reviewed mixed drinks, right? Or <laughs> bourbon. Well, my brother was living in South Korea at the time, and he mailed me illegally right. a, um, <clears throat> a bottle of Soju, which is Korea's uh, basically their Jameson. Yeah, um, that's probably the best thing I can. And it's and it's it's like they they drink it like water over there. And it's kind of a problem because I right. don't like water there. But so uh, we get this bottle of soju, and I said, Brian, I got, I know what we're reviewing. It's soju, right? And Brian says, What is that? And I say, I don't know, right? And I try to read the bottle, and it's in Korean, so we have no idea the alcohol content. We have no idea what's in the bottle. And this is pre MTS, so that that stuff doesn't really right. matter. It was we just couldn't like, even put it in the system. We right. had no idea, so we put it in our systems, right? Um, and basically, towards the end of the episode, we were. Both almost asleep. Glenn was asleep. <laughs> I was talking about ancient China. So that's what I think about cats. Exactly. It was it was terrible. It was, it was the so weirdest. Bad. We yeah. couldn't figure. I mean, it, and, <laughs> and that led to the banning. Of <laughs> anything other than beers. Anymore. Anything other than beers on the gentleman podcast. And the best part is that at the time, we we were being featured in iTunes. We were one of the you know new notables or whatever, and. You know, in theory, all these people were listening to the podcast, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, that's that's like a, not happening anymore." Yeah, exactly. So we have the soju, the infamous soju episode, which will forever yeah. be, you know, okay. Um, and then probably the other moment is when I um, and I should I should add that oh yeah, that the soju episode was episode number three, which you can go back and listen to right uh, right now. That number at, is, exactly yeah. yeah. So go back and listen to episode three. And that's the Soju episode. Yeah. So there you go. Um, go back and listen to it. But the other episode that I'm thinking of um, is, I don't remember, I think it was a, a, a mailbag question, maybe, or a segue from one of the taxi reviews, but we were talking about 
um, an experience I had in a hotel where I, my wife and I um, stayed in this hotel in San Francisco. And um, I'm taking the luggage downstairs. She's still in the room getting ready. Right. Taking the luggage downstairs. <laughs> I get in the elevator, right. go down the elevator, and I walk to the front desk. And then two minutes later, my wife, and I'm, you know, checking, doing the normal checkout thing and waiting <laughs> in line. And my wife comes up to me, and she is, like, red-faced and, right. like, what in the world are you doing? Right. And, I'm, and I have no idea what's going on. Right. And it turns out that uh, a very important zipper on the... Um, Luggage on one of the bags that I was lugging down there, schlepping down there. Now, I will, you know, if this was such an, I will say, this is such an important, you know, bag, right. why was I in charge of it, right? Right. I mean, come on. Right. Well, anyway, I was, and right. it, I, I didn't zip it up all the way, and um, my wife's unmentionables was strewn across the hotel as I wheeled it everywhere. They were in the elevator, they were in the lobby, and my wife had walked behind me picking up her underwear, basically. Okay. Well, that's, so I tell yeah. this story right. on the podcast, and I... With the idea that you said, yeah, right. Yeah, so I I, I, I I, tell this story, and I preface it by saying, you know what, I can only say this because my wife is never going to hear this being published. Exactly. Well, yeah. it turns out, the next week, we had a trip to Colorado, and she's like, you know what? we got a lot of time to kill here. Let's put on the podcast. Let's, let's listen to the last episode. And I'm thinking, and I, don't, I forget about it, of course. Right. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And we start playing it. I was like, uh, uh, we don't need to listen. Let me, before we get actually, to this part, uh, the hot button, or the, uh, yeah. So, I, and then she actually heard me retelling the story, and I got in even more trouble. Hmm. But not really. She thought it was funny. But right. anyway, those are probably the two most notable things. But we've, we, we found so many great things. We found. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's All been right, a lot Brian. of fun. What about you? Um, okay, well, yeah, just as an overview, I'd like to say that it's fun doing a podcast. It's fun to do. It really is. Uh, me and Glenn get together and talk about stuff and get to, you know, pontificate on things. Drink and a few beers. My favorite thing about doing a podcast, which is what I've always like told people, you know, that they're like, why are you doing this podcast? Only three people listen to it. <laughs> uh, Joke's on them. My, my, my th- the thing that I always say is that's, that means something to me is that uh, you know 100 years from now uh, people can go back and listen to 150 hours of me talking about stuff right you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's a mind blower you know what I mean it's, yeah. it's crazy to think about somebody could go back after I'm dead and gone and they can go back and listen to something that I've talked about uh, you know, yeah, I've talked about your uh, wife's unmentionables on a gentleman podcast. <laughs> I talked about them, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, so uh, they go back, they can get a vibe for who I am as a person and all that stuff. I, and I think that you That's know, probably not a good, uh, well, you know, representation. What I'm there, saying is yeah, that yeah. you know, they get a general vibe for you know, yeah, what, what it would be. I, I feel like I'm pretty straightforward on the podcast, and this is pretty much who I am and all yeah. that stuff. And so I think that, that that's kind of worthwhile to yeah. have something like that out there. So I, I think that something's really cool. And also, okay, so the things that I look back on over the last 100 episodes, I, I actually took some time and I went through some previous episodes. And I didn't listen to them, but I, I, I look back at some of the stuff we, we talked about. And I went through and listened to some of the episodes a little bit. Uh, and I found some moments that I felt like were pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, and, you know, a few of them are these, Okay. Okay. These are the ones. Uh, creating our theme song was a question we had at one point. And uh, the the theme song that I came up with was, Uh-oh, Gentleman. Uh-oh, 
gentlemen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so that was a. I felt like that was a good theme song. Yeah. You know, we only did it one time. Right. But uh oh, gentlemen. Yeah. Was a great. That's a good theme song. It had a nice ring to it. Exactly. Uh, one of my favorite toasts was Buddy Garrity from Friday Night yes. Lights. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, I, I Buddy Garrity. If you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, Tatum. is he's he's a character almost playing himself, and uh, I, that was that was probably one of my favorite toasts because no one even knows who Buddy Garrity is, <laughs> uh, and and this guy is is he plays himself in Friday Night Lights, and it's one of the best characters of any television show that's ever been. Buddy Garrity is a great character. Oh man, um, the one that got away. Me and Glenn attending the premiere of Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was something we talked about a lot on the podcast, and we we failed to deliver on a video that could have gotten us to the Dumb and Dumber premiere. And we could have done it. And we could have done it. We could have done it, and we failed. We fell short, and that was the one that got away. That and was. And that was something that was, like, gestated and, you know, born on the podcast. Visualized. And, and I... We, we put the plan forth and we didn't execute on it and we fell we fell short uh so that was that was the one that got away uh moving from the old fortress to the new fortress right uh we we used to podcast from my old rental house before i bought my current house right uh and so we, we started the podcast over there and we are still doing it from my current uh abode yes and that was a that was a pretty big there was saying you know moving from the old to the new uh, i still have video of us doing the last podcast at the old fortress did you take video i forgot about i have that. a video i have a video of that so someday that's going to come out um the evolution of the hot button <laughs> uh, so we glenn and i sing the hot button uh jingle every time we do it yeah and uh you know sometime i should put together a youtube uh compilation of all the hot button uh, there you go. Intros that we've ever done, uh, and they are all unique every time, every single time. <laughs> the was it two weeks ago where we where I just started busting up laughing halfway through, and you yes, continued and I just, singing. I, I, <laughs> consummate professional over here. Uh, I continued through it. I am not I bad. Uh, <clears throat> so that, that's that's an important one. Oh. Uh, and I would say, you know, one of the things that is 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 something I, I look back on and try to find something that was just like a, a random you know random something that we were talking about yeah. that really made me laugh was I went back to episode 9 and there it was called Guy in a Buffalo and <laughs> we were talking about uh, if you were confronted the question was if you were confronted with a bear or an alligator which one would you be more cool with going toe to toe with do you go toe to toe with an alligator or do you go toe to toe with a bear and I started talking about, uh, you know, going toe-to-toe with a bear. And you said something like, uh, well, you know, you're supposed to make a bunch of noise for a bear. And I was like, no, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and then I started talking about how, well, with a cougar, you're supposed to do this. And it was kind of a double entendre where you maybe interpret a cougar a different way. And the entire discussion could be read as a two ways. You could be talking about... The actual animal of the cougar, or you could be talking about <coughs> the alternative view of a cougar. Anyway, point is, I got a big chuckle out of that. I thought that was really funny. 
and hijinks uh, ensued. Exactly, and uh, to as a follow up to that post, uh, or as a follow up to that discussion, I should say that your contention was you're supposed to make a big noise with a bear, and I was like, no, you're not supposed. To, you're supposed to play dead, and. The question was, like, with a bear, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do with an alligator? And I know for a fact now, because of something that somebody else posted on Gentleman.com... Right. ...was that you're actually supposed to play dead for a bear, but you're also, if you're confronted with being uh, attacked by an alligator, you're supposed to go for its eyes and try to, like, in any way possible, take out its eyes. Like a Three Stooges kind of... Boink! Anything you can do to fight and and destroy the alligator's eyes will give you your best chance of survival. So, I, I was just gonna say. So that the was follow up. That was a that was that was one of the moments that I thought was really funny where we were like talking about you. Know, but I will say that 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 is an actual um, real thing. So just to clarify though, the bear doesn't it matter between a brown or brown bear and a black bear? <laughs> this is exactly what you said last <laughs> time. You brought this up. You said like, well, just to clarify, this is the ba- that's exactly what you said last time. But and that's that could very well be. That could very well be. Uh, and, and, I, and I think uh, at the time I misunderstood your point because what you're saying was make yourself known before yeah. you engage the bear. So I have yeah, I have friends who live in Alaska and they actually have bears that hang out on their porch and mm-hmm. like all over. And they always make themselves known. Like, right. they just have to, like, constantly I think that the, make noise. The thing that was lost in translation was once you are engaged <laughs> right. by a bear. So not, like, you know, you're walking down the street and there's a bear there. And you want to make yourself known so that they don't... Hey, just cool. But We're the, cool. The, if you the, stay with the there. question was, yeah. once, once, once the bear knows once you're Once it gets there, real. And you're face-to-face with the bear. <laughs> uh, the... The strategy at that point is to drop to your knees and pretend like you are dead. Or, or, like someone posted on Gentleman, you punch the bear in the throat, in the mouth, and it has a gag reflex, and then it'll puke up your hand, basically. Right. And then it'll run away because it didn't like that. Mm-hmm. That's my strategy. My strategy is to fall to the ground and start crying <laughs> and hope for the best. Strategy or just that's going to happen? That's the other question. <laughs> but anyway, Glenn, so that, that was some on uh, going back through memory lane. Um, I, I don't know what episodes all those moments were taken out of, but they are <coughs> littered through oh, our gentleman man. podcasts. Uh, a little a little trip down memory lane right there. You know, if we had a professional crew and if we had a, a big budget, we could go back and, you know, like the Friends episodes where they would go back and, like, have montages of different funny scenes that happened. We could have done the clip show. We could have done the clip show for episode 100. Yeah, we could have. That would have taken a lot of time. That would have taken a lot of time. But, uh, you know, I feel like in... Let's see. Okay, so we, we said, you know, about 120 hours of audio content. I feel like there's about an hour of gold material that could be mined for... Uh, so maybe... Okay, so maybe... Maybe by 200? Maybe for the 200 ep- yep. episode, we could do a clip show mm-hmm. where we say, Bicycle. these are the best... These are the best 200... Uh, episode 200 could be the best... 200 clips 
from our episodes. So the, you're, what you're saying is the best is yet to come. Exactly. Uh, and that's, I think what the, the podcast has always been about is that we're always going to be better next week. In theory. In theory, next week is always going to be a better episode. In theory, the next beer I brew will be better. Exactly. <laughs> this In theory, is just... the next website that we build will that's be better. Right. If there is any website. Yeah, exactly. The next um, tack we post. The next blog post. The, right, exactly. It's going to be better because we've, we've, we've learned gone something. Path, we've learned right. something. We're going to improve on that. So anyway. Oh, Brian, when you're right, you're right. Well, anyway. Okay, well, that that concludes episode uh, 100 for the Gentleman Podcast. And uh, like I said earlier, there's nothing better than to toast the people that listen to the Gentleman Podcast every week. We really appreciate you uh, so much. And... And the people that post gentleman.com. That's right. Everything that people do on gentleman.com, we really appreciate it. It means everything to us. It really does. And we're going to continue on. That's right. It's not like we're walking away from something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. That was well, it. See you later. All uh, I had enemy was 100. No, we're, uh, we're, we're going to continue on. We're going to keep doing this thing, and uh, it's going to get better and better. That's right. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate everybody that gives a hoot about gentleman.com in any way they can. That's and right. uh, we will continue giving a hoot about it ourselves. Yep. And thank you so much for getting us to episode 100. And I am Brian McKinney. I'm Glenn Sansbury. We will see you in two weeks for episode 101. Adios. Adios.